So in today's episode, we're going to look at some different theories of education. And particularly, we're going to look at Marxist and feminist theories. So to start off with Marxist, Marxists believed that the education system reinforces social inequalities arising from different class, gender, race, and ethnicity. Now, Marxist theorists um, view education more negatively than functionalists. So a French sociologist, Pierre Bourdieu, studied social class uh, reproduction, and he researched how cultural capital, which is the cultural knowledge that helps someone uh, navigate a culture, affects the opportunities available to French students from different social classes. And members, from, members of the upper and middle classes have more cultural capital than families of lower class status. And because of this, the dominant culture's, uh, culture's values are always rewarded in the education system. So teaching and tests are geared towards the more dominant culture, and other students struggle to identify the values outside of their social class. The cycle of rewarding those with cultural capital is found in the hidden curriculum, which is a type of non-academic knowledge that someone learns through informal learning and the passing on of culture. Now, the hidden curriculum it reinforces the positions of those of higher cultural capital, and it also reinforces unequal status. Now, Marxist says that streaming and setting in education where that, that's where students are sorted into classes by ability, make inequalities worse. And although teaching may, teachers may argue that students do better in these classes because they are with students of similar abilities and they get more individual attention from teachers, Marxist thinks that streaming and setting leads to a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, these happen when students live up or down to... Uh, to teacher and societal expectations. To Marxists, schools play an important role of training working class students to accept and retain their position as lower members of society. And Marxists argue that the role is fulfilled by students from wealthier areas accessing better and more resources than students in poorer areas. That's from Lauren and Tyson in 2008. Now, to recap that a little bit, we've got Marxists. They believe the education system reinforces social inequalities from different social class, gender, race, and ethnicity. And the French sociologist, Pierre Bourdieu, um, studied social class reproduction, and he researched how cultural um, capital affects the opportunities available to French students from different social societies. Now, the power of the dominant classes. So, members of the upper and middle class have more cultural capital than, their fa than families of lower class status. And because of this, the dominant culture's values are always rewarded in the education system. Now, by values, um, we mean that other students struggle to identify those values that are outside of their own social class. 
and teaching and tests are tend to be geared towards the dominant culture. And that's how those dominant cultures um, excel at school. Now, moving on to the feminist view. So if we look at first, not just feminists, but liberal, radical and Marxist feminist views of education. So feminists view gender norms as societal, socially constructed rather than biological and patriarchy as the main cause of gender inequality. Therefore, education is a tool that perpetuates and encourages gender, gender inequality. Now, liberal feminists believe that nobody benefits from gender inequality, but the education system socialises young people into gender roles. They believe that changes should take place within the existing structures, such as changes to the law. Radical feminists see society as ruled by men, a patriarchy, who view men as subject to the laws and societal norms, their laws and societal norms. They view education as the tool that perpetuates these differences through the enforcement of strict, inflexible gender roles. Some radical feminists believe that in the superiority of women um, and think that they will be able to overthrow the current system. Marxist feminists see capitalism as the main source of female oppression, not the patriarchy. The purpose of education is to create an obedient and compliant workforce where women are seen as free labour, i.e. caring for men, raising a family and helping to produce a future workforce that serves capitalism. Now, gender inequality is brought about by the uh, by revolution as part of a wider economic redistribution of wealth. Now remember, radical feminists see society as ruled by men uh, which is a patriarchy, who, who view women as subject to their laws and social norms. And radical feminists see society as ruled by men, the patriarchy, those social norms that I've just mentioned. Uh, they view education as a tool that perpetuates these differences in social norms and enforce strict and inflexible gender roles. And some radical feminists even believe that um, the superiority of women, um, and they will eventually overthrow the current system. Now, liberal feminists that believe that nobody benefits from gender inequality, but that the education system socialises young people into different gender roles. And Marxists, remember, also believes the education system reinforces social inequality arising from different social gender, race, class and ethnicity. Now we looked at a bit of terminology throughout this, um, this episode, so I just want to recap that a little bit. So the hidden curriculum is the type of non-academic knowledge that someone learns through informal learning and the passing on of culture. Self-fulfilling prophecies is when a student lives up or down to teachers' and societal expectations. And cultural capital is the cultural knowledge that helps someone navigate a culture usually dicta dictated by the dominant class in society. You also need to remember that Marxist feminists see capitalism 
as the main source of feminist oppression, not the patriarchy. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.